We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. Watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Welcome in to Beers on Us with Mike Lynch and Patrick Harris. Thanks so much for listening. Wherever and whenever you're listening, it's probably beer o'clock, and we've got a lot of good stuff coming up for you right here on the podcast starting right now. Welcome back into Beers on Us with Mike Lynch and Patrick Harris. Thank you guys so much for listening. Subscribe, rate, review, download wherever you find us, you jerks. If you haven't done it yet, I mean, we love you. Ooh, we got a bubbler. We got a bubbler. Today's episode is finishing the experiment because the final of the single hop block 15 IPAs has released. It is the Strata, which was probably the one both of us were most excited about. Yes, definitely me. And uh, I've started to like Strata a lot, a lot. And I still think Mosaic's my favorite, but this is my close second. Well, it's just, you know, it's just coming on so hot. It's like, don't mess around with me, so, mofo. My name's Strata. So we're going to finish the experiment today by trying the single hop Strata IPA from Block 15 and seeing how it compares to the last three that we have done, because we have done all three of them now at this point, Mosaic, Centennial, and Citra. I think we all, all of us, all two of us, said that Centennial was our favorite, or did you start to like the Citra at the end? Uh, I did start to like the Citra at the end, but I the Centennial has been my favorite so far. What's really interesting is uh, my buddy Todd, who I talk about frequently up at Cerveza, he... Uh, he was the opposite. Like, we can have similar palettes when it comes to IPAs. He's a little more exploratory than I am. He's a little more interested in hazies than I am. But he was all about the Citra and didn't really care for the Centennial. And I thought that was interesting. So, I mean, it's definitely just, it's kind of, I mean, really just about how they're using it, I guess, you know? And your personal taste. And your own personal taste. But yeah, I think I'm the Centennial guy. Uh, we can be found on social media, Instagram.com slash beers on us, at beers on us pod on Twitter, Facebook.com slash beers on us. You can DM us at those places. Instagram's kind of our main hub where we do most of our inter- interact interaction, interactivity, interaction with you guys, the listeners. So you can reach out to us there. Weekend beer wise. Actually, no, personal pages. Almost forgot. I'm at Mike Lynch27 on Twitter. Patrick is at P Diddy085 on both Twitter and Instagram. Weekend beer-wise, I didn't do anything crazy. I did get to try a couple of beers from Montana. Oh. Um, You saw them. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got them as a gift last week, and it was a Pilsner and a Honey Rye. Wait a sec. They made a lager in Montana? It was not a Scotch Ale. Because I went up and down the western coast of Montana and could not find a lager for my life. Uh, I uh, apologies for not taking a picture of it because I cannot for the life of me remember the names of the breweries, but they were <laughs> nice job, Mike. <laughs> I know. I'm sorry. It's been a, I, I, my brain is all over the place today. Um, it has been 
it's been a crazy day for me. So mm-hmm. I was just like, oh, I'll take a picture and then bring it in. And I came to work and I was like, I, I forgot. Um, but it was a Pilsner and a Honey Rye, and I remember that. Both are actually very good. Okay, excellent. The Pilsner was was very light, very drinkable, didn't have any off flavors in it. And I didn't know how I'd feel about the Honey Rye. That's not really my type of style generally, but I do tend to like honey beers or that beers that use honey. And I thought it was quite good. So I had that. And then my favorite beer of the week that I had was a cream ale from Drink Berelic. Ooh. It was, oh, I've seen that. The uh, Don't tell me. It is Cavalier. Yep. Uh, some Yes. Yes. Is it that is. it? Yep. And... Um, it looks it, like an old beer label. It, it, it is, great. and they say it's the like original cream ale style, mm. and it does taste different than like if you get the Bowie cream ale or the or the Pelican. Like it's different than those two because okay. it's a little bit more old school. I really enjoyed it. I think um, I, I I had my roommate get it too because he's a really big fan of those cream ales, mm. and I was like, oh, you should try this because it's probably going to be a little bit different than those. And he said, it's not exactly what I was ex- expecting. There's a little bit more hop character to it, which with Bear Lake, I guess you would probably expect, right? Um, but generally, I thought it was really good, really flavorful. I really enjoyed it. So that was my favorite beer of the week. Um, I also had the uh, the latest Bottom Ferment, which was the Kolsch, oh. which was also very, very I saw good. that in the stores. I was wondering if you would beat me to it. I haven't I, I beat haven't you had a to chance. it, and uh, it was a very good Kolsch. <clears throat> I enjoyed it quite a bit. Uh, let's see. My week in beer, so I've had a, like kind of a crazy work week, so I haven't really gotten to dive into a bunch of bunch of stuff, but... Uh, me and the lady met uh, met our uh, some some P ones of the show, uh, Victor and Sarah. We met them at Ruse and had some beers down there, which was awesome because I hadn't been down there in a long time pre pandemic. I think is the last time I went to Ruse, and so we just grabbed a couple beers there, and that was nice. Had some had a couple IPAs, and of course, for the life of me, I can't remember what they're called. It was the only two West Coasts they had on draft. There was a beer they had that was some sort of fooder sour beer that looked like vomit in a glass Uh, i'm just gonna throw that out there but the ipas i had were quite delicious i did have a hellas from the can and then we stopped at breakside in milwaukee because me and the buddy had to pick up a keg and i grabbed a four pack of wanderlust they had esb on tap down there which is usually one of my absolute favorite beers that comes out of all three of their locations, their ESB, dynamite. I think is just absolutely fantastic. And I was really excited. That was a pleasant surprise. I didn't look at the tap list before I went, and I walked into Milwaukee, and I went, ESB. Oh, I'll have that. <laughs> Thank you. Went home with a went home with a four-pack of Wanderlust and a four-pack of the second round of their Strata, Strata, Strata series, which is coincidence, basically the uh, – topic of today's show yep. uh this was from roy's farms i believe and i hadn't heard about that i hadn't heard about them i believe they're up in the yakima valley absolutely delicious that is it's very different than the block 15 stuff they're doing that's just like a west coast hoppy pale but with some decent body to it like a like a true pale um but the hop character in it was absolutely incredible so i really enjoyed that but i do have something exciting coming up i am gonna spend in two weeks, I'll be in Bend on Monday and Tuesday uh, for a little mini vacay. And so if there's anything you guys are listening to, anything out there you guys uh, have that are must-dos when I go to Bend, please let me know. The lady, it was like, you get your top choice. Where do you want to go for beer? She chose Sun River. Uh, I chose Bend Brewing. So if there's anything else outside of the norms, I've been to shoots. I'm always willing to go to Good Life. I love that spot. But if there's anything I'm missing, don't hesitate. Let me know. Probably check out Boss Rambler too. Go to Crux. Yeah, I've been to Crux a thousand times. Go again. <laughs>
because I've been on the crux train for like two years and you've been so resistant to hop on with me. Go again. Yeah. So give it a try. So, and it's a cool place. So if you guys got anything, you know, you can hit me up on my page or on Instagram and or on the or on the show page and let us know. Uh, speaking of Instagram, some cool things. I want to give a shout out to Tyler who dropped off. A couple like really cool beers that I haven't decided if I'm going to share with Mike or not. <laughs> um, it is an Ale Song Farmhouse and a Blueberry uh, Farmhouse from DeGard. Mm. Um, so I'm really kind of excited to try those. Very and, nice. And another fun thing on Instagram. Let's see here. Do to do to do as I waste time. Isn't Taylor dropping some beers for you too? Yeah, but it didn't. I don't think it happened yet. Okay. So. Okay. I'm, I'm waiting. Those I will share with you, I promise. <laughs> Those ones. Uh, but then a really fun one was RJ was kind of messing with us all weekend uh, through March Madness because he knows we're big college basketball guys and uh, dropped off, hit us with a picture of all the beer he drank. Oh, um, I saw while that. While watching yeah. it on mm-hmm. the first day of the tournament. Let's see. There's a Melvin, Block 15, Block 15, Block 15, the Lil Dab, Fresh Pow, and the Mosaic, Dystopia from Grains. Wanderlust from Breakside, The Citra from Block 15, Pliny the Elder, Grave Dancer from Grain, Sticky Hands from Block, and the Fanzine from Fort George. And he said it was gonna they were gonna keep on going, but the brown booze came out. Mm. So good luck to you, my friend. I hope you are alive. <laughs> Beer before liquor never <clears throat> been sicker, they say. So hopefully RJ is a veteran of switching back and forth between the two of them. My phrase is beer before liquor, let's get drunk. <laughs> <laughs> so that was kind of my weekend beer and some fun thing, little tease. I haven't even told Mike about this. Oh. I'm working on something right now to hopefully get us a part of a largish event coming up soon. Oh, really? Yes. Oh. To be continued. Wow. I don't even I'm he's being serious. I have no idea what he's talking about. I have not about. told Mike. No. Because he you. probably doesn't want to spoil it in case it doesn't happen. No, I'll tell you afterwards. Oh, okay. <clears throat> but it's it's not as cool as someone making a beer for us, uh, which I should probably find somebody that wants to do that for year three. You should probably start talking to him now. Ah, no, nah, I got time. You got plenty of plenty time. Plenty of time. Uh, but this would be this would be a big, big thing for us. Cool. Well, that's exciting. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening at, at, on the tail end of that. Um, you know, through the pandemic, like I said a couple weeks ago, we can actually see the numbers now on, on the episodes. And you guys are listening on a regular basis. Like, And I see people catching up, and you can see when people are downloading it. So <clears throat> thank you guys for being loyal listeners. It's really, really awesome. And that even though we've been doing this for two years now, and even though for the last 12 months we've really not been able to do anything special outside of in this studio, mm-hmm. except for like one or two things that we've done, Thank you for sticking through with us because yeah. uh, it means a lot because I think some of our best episodes are when we go on location and we've only done that like once. So. And speaking of best episodes, uh, Tyler was probably the fifth person I've run into out into the wild that listens to this that still thinks the non-alcoholic beer is hilarious. <laughs> so thank you for warming the hearts of two guys that were like, yep, this is our last episode. We're getting canceled after this one. This is pretty terrible. And uh, I keep running into- We kept looking at each other and not speaking. <laughs> And it's like, this is not good content because we're not saying words right now. Yeah. And, we're just making noises. And so to keep hearing the positive feedback on that uh, has been excellent. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, all right. Let's get into the final uh, part of the experiment here. The Stratus Single <clears throat> Hop IPA from Block 15. They have all been 
hazies, uh, not necessarily even just block 15 hazies, but they've been pretty hazy. Yeah, the Centennial was probably the most, cl- the most closest, the closest to a block 15 haze. Yeah. But the, the mosaic, Citra was very hazy. The Citra was very hazy. And this one's along the lines of probably the Mosaic. Yeah. It's like not quite as hazy as the Citra. Uh, I will say off the bat, the nose of this is the best of all four noses. Um, and this after two sips has jumped into first place. This beer is really good. And you asked the question last week. You're curious because Strata plays so well off other hops, how it was going to do as the sole hop in this beer. And I'm going to say that it does wonderfully. It just does so well. It reminds me a lot of when I first had the Strata IPA from Worthy and I was like, whoa, this hop's really good. It reminds me of that same experience of just being blown away by hop flavor. Well, I think... In tasting this, I, I'm, I'm with you. This, very dank. I'm with you. This is my favorite. But I think, you know, it's always hard when you don't have them side by side and things like that. <clears throat> but if if I can recall my memory the most, I think what I like about this and why the Strata is such a pleasing hop is because it's not it's not pungent. It doesn't have a huge burst of flavor. It 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 helps with balance. You know, like Simcoe has a flavor that is bam. Talus has a flavor that is bam. You know, and Mosaic can get that way. Citra can get that way. A lot of those hops have very prominent, maybe pungent's not the right word, but prominent flavor features. Obvious flavor features. Yeah, to where this, I find, is a little more in line with everything. It's not the standout. It's like nuanced. Yes. I think that's the same with the Centennial. That's why I liked it so much is that you get... An experience with that hop that you don't always get because it's by itself. Uh, Nick and Matt's uh, hop profile notes. Pink guava, tangerine, light diesel. There's your dank. Mm -hmm. Sticky oils from Nick. That is also your dank. Passion fruit, mango, berry, dank herb, grapefruit from Matt. This beer is found in Sticky Hands, the Dab Lab Orange Velvet. What was that one? I don't know. Color me intrigued. I'm a little nervous about that because uh, orange. I don't want orange juice. Oh, that might have been. I think there was like a. a uh, so like a creamsicle kind of thing? No, I'm thinking of something else. Totally wrong. Emerging sunshine and one off seasonals. This strata hop is from Coleman, which might not be the same lot, but this is the same uh, hop farm that Breakside did their first strata, strata, strata with. Where is it? In It is in Gervais, Oregon. Okay. So it's local. But, I mean, I guess I'm kind of familiar with Strata from Coleman, although I'm I'm a bit removed from that, so I don't really remember. But that's kind of cool to see. I grabbed the can. I saw at Belmont Station they had it on their website. So I was like, oh, I didn't see it. I was at some of my shops yesterday. I didn't see it there. So I was like, oh, I'll just run to Belmont. And I found our beer of the week there as well. That you're very excited about. That I'm very excited about. And you think I'll be very excited about. I know you'll be very excited about. (laughs) It is both, it is one of both of ours favorite beers and it's not hoppy. Yeah. Yeah. And you haven't had it. Oh. I haven't had it? Nope. But it's one of our favorite beers. Yep. Okay. Stick with that. Let that resonate. Okay. I think I I have it. I have a guess, but I'm going to wait to be surprised. Okay. Um, Yeah. I just, I think this is really cool. I want. Uh, maybe want is the wrong word because maybe more breweries are starting to do this because we've seen it even from grains is doing their single hop series as well. I want more of this because it teaches. 
and it lets mm-hmm. you know what mm-hmm. the flavors are. And, and that's, I a, think that's I the base this, of this podcast, too. I think I said this last week <clears throat> where it, it's helping me with a hop like Centennial. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, Mosaic's kind of easy and Citra's kind of easy, but it helped me with that hop. Strata is not easy. <clears throat> I just know I like it. And it's helping me with Strata as well, kind of figure out what some of those flavors are. I'm getting a lot of dank out of it, and they talked about that on the can. The pink grapefruit. I get that, like, that almost little... Mm-hmm. From this one also is not as soft as some of the other ones. It so is not. It, I would agree with that. I think the hop bitterness is really kind of coming out into this beer, which I enjoy a lot more than than some of the softer. Like the Citra was a very soft one where I was struggling with just how mm-hmm. easy that one was. This one is not giving me that same exact feeling. So if I was going to order them, I would probably say Strata, Centennial, Mosaic, and then Citra in that order in terms of what I enjoyed the most. Um uh, it's fun. I like when breweries do this. I do too. And then Taylor sent me this. How I didn't see this on Instagram is beyond my imagination. But there is an epilogue to this. Now, I wouldn't call it the series part of the series just because these are all kind of single hop sort of featured. Um, is comes out on Saturday, and we should see it this weekend as well in in the in locally. Uh, it is Sticky Hands Brewers Cut using the hops from these four beers. Gotcha. <clears throat> well, so maybe that we, will be really cool. Maybe that could be like beer of the week next week. Yeah, something like, like that. Instead of having another episode on it, just have it as part. Sure, yeah. A true epilogue. Mm-hmm. A true epilogue. Anything else epilogue. you want to say about this? I, I, I'm enjoying this one a lot. No. I wish um, we had more cans. <laughs> I know, I know. Well, it, it just hit the shelves, so you should be able to find it wherever you get it. You know, I... I know brewers are busy people and and stuff like that, but what would be cool, especially in a pandemic world that we still live in with Zoom and everybody watching videos, I mean, I would love to see more content, more educational stuff from these guys just talking about why'd you choose Coleman Strata? That's the kind of nerd stuff I want to know. Why'd you choose Coleman Strata over, you know, say Crosby's Mosaic or whatever you're going to do, you know? I'd be really intrigued as what they were looking for in each strain to feature in these beers just because you know that'd be interesting i mean it might be very simple and just hey that's what was available (laughs) yeah or like that was available at this time so we got it we use this one a lot and we know how it works right well mark cool so that's finishing the experiment with the single hop series from block 15 basically two and a half episodes worth right because we had the mosaic two episodes ago Mm -hmm. then we did the experiment last week and now finishing up this week so Couple of weeks in a row of getting some single hop beers. I'm very intrigued what beer of the week's gonna be. Looks pretty good on the COVID wall, these empty cans. Yes, they do. They do look pretty good. Although, because we had beers in between, I'm a little upset we're not putting them together. I mean, we can. It's no, just no, a no, lie, no. Mike. It's your system. <clears throat> are you willing to live in a lie? It is your system. <clears throat> okay. They are on the board as we drink them. Yes. He has a little OCD, and by a little, I mean a lot, <laughs> of how this beer wall is coming <clears throat> coming about. It's coming my about. baby. <laughs> it's getting up there again. We're getting back to the level that we were before we rejiggered the whole thing. Yeah. When I can't reach them, then we're talking some real stuff. Yep. And then I'll be required <clears throat> to do that. You will be required <laughs> to do that. All right. Let's get this uh, intriguing beer of the week that we both like that <laughs> we haven't had. Have you had it? No. That we haven't had, but it's a style we both like, but it's not hoppy. It's not a style we both like. It's a beer we both like. That's even more confusing. <laughs> and it's not hoppy. <laughs> Let's see what it is. Next, Beers on Us, Mike Lynch, Patrick Harris.
Beer of the Week time! I'm having trouble over there? Yeah, we did. I lost it there for a second. Your finger was like, ah! I'm so shaky, I'm a little nervous. <laughs> Pure Sunhouse with Mike Lynch and Patrick Harris here in Nevada Pale Ale. Whoa! Ah! All right, so I see the back of the can strategically being hidden from me. See, si, senor. It is a Sun River limited release beer. Uh, you said this is a beer we both like mm-hmm. a lot. Yes. So we haven't had it. Correct. Which is very confusing to me. I know. Because if we like it, then we've had it. Correct. But we haven't had it. Correct. How is this? A th- what is the beer? Okay. Well, to be fair, what it basically is, is it's a variant of a beer that we really love. Oh, like a COVID-19 variant. Uh, no, this one shouldn't kill you. <laughs> Faster. <laughs> okay, okay. okay. Um, this beer is called Herd Mentality. Speaking of COVID, mm-hmm. raspberry thorns and udders. This is a cocoa cow variant. Oh, I saw it on the shelf at Belmont and said, "You know what? That's beer of the week." Cool. Okay, so raspberries in there for sure. Yeah, and I'm trying to find it. I'm trying to find online something about it, and I just can't. Interesting. So it's like a really super duper secret variant of Cocoa Cow. Um, let's see. It was packaged on the 25th, so it's been out for a month. Yeah. Yeah. Well, okay. Let's get pour in there, dude. You can keep looking while you pour. Right? I don't want to keep looking. Well, All then right, stop looking. looking. I don't. I don't care. <laughs> I gotta finish what's in my glass, and we gotta try this probably very very decadent version of the Cocoa Cow based on the description of the flavors. Yeah, man. I'm really excited about this. I have grown to appreciate the more fruity stouts recently. Yeah? Where they've been, you know, using raspberries and other types of, like, blueberries just to kind of up the flavor profile. I've been appreciating it a lot more. Raspberry thorns and udders. I know. I just, and I the just, problem with the Sun River limited releases know. is there's nothing on the can. I just want to know. It's just a black can. Right. That tells you what the beer is. I like that they put a sticker on it, though. That's kind of cool. Yeah, that's what they've been doing with their... With their limited edition. Well, not all of them have had stickers, right? Uh, Well, some of them do. I've noticed some of them do. Okay, I'm on the Sun River website, and it's got nothing. Whoa. Well, take a sip then. Let's uh, let's figure this out on our own, okay? All right. Because I just want to know what the thorns is. Is is this like spicy? Is this like Mexican chocolate? Like, what do we got? What do we got? Uh, I don't think they're spicy in there. It It is very flavorful. More so than Cocoa Cow normally is. Cocoa Cow is kind of a smooth-hitting milk stout that's really easy to drink and has a little bit of a pop in there of chocolate. This has a much more flavorful burst Yeah, when it gets into your mouth. It's a little tart. Yep, it is a little tart. I get a little tartness in this. It's My my guess is that this is basically like chocolate chocolate words <laughs> chocolate covered raspberries in uh, a milk stout mm. that's kind of what i'm getting there's no spice in this from like no cinnamon or anything like that but oh, i was wondering spice like chili spice mm. mm-hmm. possible but it gives me a lot of the same of what i get from coco cow but way more of a pop of flavor at the beginning because the raspberries kind of hit you right off the top mm-hmm. yeah i wasn't really sure what to expect but i know we both love coco cow so I thought to myself, why not? What a wonderful world. Why not? This is really good. I like this a lot. It, I, maybe controversially, I like this more than Coco Cow. Oh, really? Because I like the pop. 
Mm. I really do. And well, I'm, you, like, I'm real, you like the bolder flavors. I do. I tend to like way, way more rich, bold flavors in my beers, especially in my stouts. Um, I just, I like that it lingers there too. It's, it's raspberry e mm-hmm. at the back end of the palate as well. Really cool. I'm, I'm surprised I didn't see this anywhere, especially if it's been canned for a month. Well, to be honest, I was flipping through Instagram, uh, this morning mm-hmm. and I just noticed Belmont station had a post. They were like, look at all this new stuff. And I, I recognize the sun river logo is one of my favorite breweries in the state. And I said to myself, oh, I wonder what that Sun River is. Because I think I'd seen, like, Emotional Support Peacock is out. That's a hazy, not really my thing. Mm-hmm. Although these guys do make better hazies than most in, for, for my style of hazies. Um, and so I just kind of zoomed in, and I heard mentality, and then I just walked away and didn't think about it. Then I went there, and I saw the individual cans. I didn't come across it. But then I saw the four packs, and I was like, oh, right. Oh, that's a different color sticker. Oh, I went to Belmont to get the Strata. I did not see this on the Instagram. Post. Oh, that's right. You were I just went there. there to get the strata. I found a little information on it. Okay, and then I just said, then I just thought, oh well, you know, I'm at I'm, I'm at Belmont Station. There's no bigger selection. Um, so this is from Untapped, but I think it, it sounds like it's from the brewery. This brew is a delicious marriage of Oregon raspberries and our award-winning cocoa cow chocolate milk stout. Sweet tart berry flavors blend seamlessly with the rich chocolate notes of this full flavored dessert beer. Hops are Chinook. Other ingredients, raspberry, lactose, and cocoa nibs. Raspberry, comma, lactose? Yes. Okay. Raspberry, comma, lactose, Boom. comma, cocoa nibs. That's what I wanted to know. Yes. Real raspberries Real went raspberries. into the making of this beer, but yes. did you expect any less? I did not. I did not. Not from not from these yahoos. Um, I mean, this, you know, I'm, I'm going to sit here and soapbox a little bit. Sun River, pound for pound. I haven't had loggers or traditional English style stuff from them. It's mostly been hoppy. The American wheat from Fuzztail is a massively decorated beer, uh, and Cocoa Cow and stuff like that. Um, this is pound for pound one of my favorite breweries, and I do want to drink more stuff that you probably only see in the pubs, and I will be looking for those when I go to Bend in a couple weeks. There's just something about whether it's their house flavor, their attention to detail. I know these guys are hop nerds down there. I once interviewed Patrick for OMSI down there and just talked to him about hops, and they are some serious nerds when it comes to hops, and I just want to say thank you and I love you. Well, I love their beers. Uh, I've enjoyed all of their limited releases that I've had uh, that I've you know wanted to try. I've, I've had a hazy that I was, yeah, it's a hazy. Yeah. So for me, it wasn't my thing, but uh, generally they just make such good beer. Do you think this- And I had really fresh ripping in the fridge this week, and that <sighs> was really fun. You bastard. <laughs> Do you think a beer like this- and I mean, we might, I might be, I might be rabbit holing a little bit, but we got time, right? Sure. Okay. There's no time limit <laughs> on podcasting. Do you think that a beer like this would benefit from being barrel aged or do you think it is good to leave it as it is? I think with this style in particular, I think it's good to leave it as it is. Milk stouts in general? Yes. Okay. You don't often see barrel aged milk stouts in oh, the yeah. first place. You might not want a barrel aged milk stout. I don't think you do. Because milk would curdle. Yeah, that does sound gross. Um, but I mean, even, uh, yeah, I think that's mostly, I was going to say even with the raspberry flavor, but no, I've had good raspberry barrel aged stuff before. Um, I think just in, in terms of the stout game, not everything needs to be barrel aged. I agree. That's my favorite style is the barrel aged stout. Mm-hmm. I think it's delightful. Uh, it adds so much complexity to the beer and it gives you that good bourbon whiskey flavor or whatever barrel they're using. But, you know, sometimes you just want something simple. Sometimes you just want a milk stout. Sometimes you want a dessert beer. 
I mean, it doesn't need to be barrel That's aged. how I am with Coco Cow. I'm just like, man, I just want some milk style. I want yeah. some creamy chocolate. Mm-hmm. My ne- my second question is, now I know you mentioned that you really enjoy the flavor burst that this has in comparison to its original brother yes. or sister or they, whatever. And But does, does the tartness take away from it? No, I don't think so. Because when you think of dark beers... If I think tart in a dark beer, I'm like, uh, what went wrong? I think no. it's like spoiled. But the raspberries, raspberry, Oregon raspberries specifically, are fairly tart for a berry. Like I mentioned a, a thousand times, it's it just adds to the depth of flavor, in my opinion. It's a ride on the sip. You get the raspberries on the top, it melds into chocolate, it gets very rich and milky, and then it gets tart. That's all one flavor of the beer. Uh, every time you take a sip, like right now, the, the tartness is sitting a little bit more. Mm-hmm. I wasn't getting that as much in the first few sips. That's fine to me. Okay. Because you know? that's what I was curious. And I'm curious, you listeners out there, you can let us know, you know, on Twitter or Instagram, something like that. Would the tartness in a dark beer like this steer you away? Or are you okay with it because it's the fruit? I'm just curious. Because I feel like I, I mean, A, I'm not looking, so you'll have to excuse the ignorance in that. But I don't see a whole lot of beer that has tartness that is roasty and malt character yeah i I guess that's true you don't often see it i mean i'm seeing it more now with the lactose craze you're seeing Mm -hmm. more of the fruit flavors entering the stouts because they're trying to make you know great notion is is the king of this you know pastry smoothie stouts they're mimicking flavors of other things Mm -hmm. like blueberry pancakes for example you know that's a stout and you can make it syrupy and mapley and sweet and blueberry so, I mean, a lot, a lot of breweries are doing that. So I think in that sense, that's probably happening more than it ever has. Um, but that's a little bit different than, than say, this, although they call it a dessert beer and there's lactose in this. Mm. So it is a milk stout after all. So I guess it's kind of in the same realm. But, yeah, I'm, yeah, I, I, think it, I think you're seeing a little bit more of it. Get you out of here on this. You like how I did that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, your favorite berry in beers. Wow. Um well, it's not cherries. I don't really like cherry too much. It's Interesting. Very tart. So creeks are out for you. I, I mean, I've had them, and I, I can appreciate them for what they are. But generally, like, I won't choose cherry pie. I don't like cherry flavored things. So at you'd all. say cherry is the last berry. Was is cherry the last fruit you would choose in a beer? I guess we can open this to fruit, not just berries. Oh, probably not. I really, really have trouble with the Caribbean fruits like papaya and mango. Mm-hmm. I really don't like those. I, I try every time I get a chance to try it, I'll try it. And every time I'm like, nope, no, not for me. Like me and pineapple. Yeah. Um, so there's beers that use those or even like have flavor profiles from hops that are like that. And I'm like, yeah, I don't know if I can do that. Um, that's a really tough question. I would say probably uh, the darker berries. So blueberries and blackberries uh, those I prefer a lot generally. Mm-hmm. And when I went to Degard, my favorite sour that I got there was a, um, it was a, it was purple in color. So I'm almost positive it was blackberries that went into it, and it was dynamite, really really good. So I think I would say probably blackberry blueberry would be my favorite. Yeah, I'm like a blackberry marionberry guy. Yeah. Um, I mean, I just grew up with marionberries in the backyard all the time, all, every day, all year, every year, like literally, and I ripped those suckers out to myself. That's <laughs> a nightmare. Um, Are they the, thorned? Oh, yeah. And they're so <laughs> invasive, so they get really deep, and thank God there was a giant concrete wall next to them, so that helped. Uh, you know the fruit that I that I 
I love the fruit and I just can't do it in beer is peaches. Interesting. Peaches are really hard for me because it's they're really the beers they, that people make with peaches are really tart and really acidic and it's too much for me. We did have at function last year before COVID, didn't we have a peach fooder? Mm-hmm. I remember enjoying that. From Cold Fire. Yeah, and there was like actual pieces of peach that mm-hmm. were in the bottom mm-hmm. of it. <clears throat> I remember enjoying that as well. So again, it's not all of them, but man, almost every I shy away. Like, if somebody wants to get it and give me a taste, that's probably the only time I dip into peaches. Mm-hmm. Apricots can be a little bit close to it as well. Those are very tart, yeah. And I think it's just because those fruit play so well for the big-time tart, acidic crowd. I'm talking to you, Bottle Share, black market traders out there. I know y'all love them peaches. <laughs> that's going to do it for us today. Beer of the Week is Herd Mentality, Raspberry, Thorns, and Udders. A Coco Cal variant made with raspberries. Great name. It is, and it's a really Great good beer. Great name. Herd really, Mentality. Really good beer. Apparently, this is a series they're starting called Herd Mentality. Yes. So I don't know if it's going to be more Coco Cows or if it's just going to be variants of their other beers. I don't know. I just like Captain America badge. You see, I went, <laughs> yes. I did see Like, it. opened up my chest. Yep. Is that Captain America? I, I don't know. I don't know, dude. I watched the Marvel movies once. I hang out with a four-year-old too much. (laughs) Uh, That's going to do it for us this week. Hopefully next week. I don't know exactly how it's going to go because of COVID, but I go on a plane tomorrow, and I'm going back home for Passover, and I haven't gone home for a holiday in over a year. Make sure you pick up some extra space lasers to bring back to the West Coast. Oh, I will always. You know, I got meetings set up. Don't worry about that. They let you... Bring that in the carry-on, or you got to check that baggage? Uh, no, it's got its own system of travel. Okay. You don't have to worry about right. that. I don't, I don't need to get into the nitty-gritty of the no, dark no, no. web that go- is the Jewish syndicate. I'm just going to go meet George, and he's going he's gonna to send them <laughs> over to Portland. Um, so I might have a little bit <clears throat> of like East Coast beer stuff to talk about. We're laying very low. Um, my girlfriend has some health stuff going on, so we don't want to expose her you know, to anything too crazy. But my uncle always has beer in his fridge yep, when we go for you Passover. You always talk about that, yep. So when I go for Passover on Saturday, I will see if he has anything unique in there. Uh, Carton Brewing is the one that's very close to where they live down the shore, which is a pretty good brewery. I think it's based in... Um, I love you East Coast people down the shore. You're so cute. Well, that's just what Jersey people say. Uh, I know. I know. I'm not from Jersey. I'm from here. Yeah. You go to the coast here. I go to the coast. I go down the shore. I go to the coast and check out the beach. My parents moved down the shore as well. (laughs) So they live very close to my aunt and uncle, which is nice. I thought you were trolling me and you're actually just telling me that your parents moved. Yep. Because you said down the shore again. I thought you were trolling me. No, they did. (laughs) They moved down the shore. I love it. And uh, it's my first time seeing their new apartment. And um, we're going to be very close to my aunt and uncle's house, which is cool. So Carton Brewing is down there. I believe it's in, oh, what's the town called? Oh, my God. Google Maps, help me. Uh, It's by Sandy Hook, not the school that had the terrible thing happen, but the real Sandy Hook, which is on the Jersey Shore. Um, There is, uh, I think it's called like Bridgewater or something. And uh, it's a pretty cool brewery. It's right on the water over there. It's called Bridgewater. It's called Highlands. I'm an idiot. It's called Highlands, and uh, it's a cool brewery. I went there, okay. and it has a really cool inside, and it's right on like this little uh, bay on the interior uh, of where the where Jersey is over there, and it's cool. So he usually has some carton beer, and sometimes he has some beer from uh, Brooklyn Brewing as well. So uh, I'll get to see see about that. Do me a favor. Drink a yingling for me. He might not have that, but I will see if I can find one. We might not go out to restaurants. It's know. all right. It's, yeah, it's all right. It's still a little but risky. But if you got to stop at the grocery store and pick up something... Grab a yingling and think of me. I think my dad still has Blackbeard Porter that he bought, like, from closer to where he used to live. A year ago? Yeah. I mean, it's Porter, so it should be fine. Well, I mean, no beer should be... No, no non-barrel-aged beer should be sitting around for a year. Well, okay. But... Eh, 
it's a, to be fair, some kettle sours can last that long. You know I've what? had year-old passion fruit You know sour. what? They're trying. I've had year-old passion fruit sour from Brace. It's pretty damn good. <laughs> They're pretty trying. Damn good. We'll be back next week. And, uh, you know, we're getting very close, guys. We're getting very, very close. We had the episode light at the end of the tunnel, and that was like three or four weeks ago. And it's moving. We're getting there. And My I- birthday is June 2nd. The goal is to have an on-location episode by then. My birthday is June 27th. So let's have a good backup just in case for for the I like it. <laughs> the end of June. I like it. But uh, we're getting very close. Places are opening again. Capacities are going up. Vaccines are getting increased, and we are close to being able to do things that we want to do again. So we're almost there. Stay strong. Be wear, smart. Wear a mask. Wear a mask. Until they tell us to stop wearing a mask, wear a mask, please. Unless you're going home, you can take it off. And we'll see you guys next week. Cut, Thornton says. Woo!